Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to the WTF Podcast. If you're thinking, what the fuck? You're in the right place. But here, we talk about walking towards fear, straight into the heart of discomfort. Welcome to our journey as we hike the Pacific Crest Trail. Before this episode starts, wanted to show everybody exactly what we heard all night last night from when we went to bed to when we woke up in the morning. Get ready for this. Hey everybody, welcome. Today is day four of our VCD adventure. My facial hair is looking fantastic and Christina agrees. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, last night was a rough one for sure. Last night was rough. It was probably 25 mile an hour constant winds gusts up to 70. Is that what the weather channel said? Yep, 70 mile an hour gusts, which made for a very windy night, as you just heard in that little clip that we played for you that we recorded probably around midnight. Yep. I woke Christina up because the tent started to collapse. I was <laughs> laying with my eyes open because I was nervous that exactly what happened was going to happen. And um, all of a sudden, this, the ceiling started to get closer and closer to me. So I quickly sat up, stood up the tent pole so that uh, we didn't get completely swallowed. But then had to wake Christina up in a tizzy to make sure that uh, she could help me put the, the vestibule back together and you were quite startled. <laughs> I was quite startled. Um, it was a really windy night. Each of us maybe got a, a, a handful of minutes on and off sleeping. Um, I was actually talking with you know a friend this morning who's actually in our episode one. His name is Will. Um, and I asked him, I was like, what time did you get up this morning? And he goes, 6 a.m. yesterday? <laughs> Just because... Nobody slept very well. Um, we were looking Nobody. for a camp spot. It was a pretty long day. We did about 17-ish miles. Yep. And at the end of the night, when we were coming off a ridge, and you know everybody had been talking about the storm coming in and the wind, it was pretty chilly as well. I'd say the temperature dropped probably into the, the 30s, give or take. Yeah, it was pretty close to freezing, I think. It was definitely weather to sleep with your Sawyer Squeeze, for sure, your filter, because you don't want those to freeze. Um, yeah, so and anything else that you don't want to freeze. Like, I slept with my contact lenses on my mattress with me. Yep, so for context there, um, you know, when you're out in the backcountry, one of the ways that you can keep water for yourself, because, you know, water is very important for hydration, especially when you're out in the desert, is to use a filter. So we use a Sawyer Squeeze filter that screws onto a water bottle, and we can filter all our water to make sure that we don't end up with, you know, something nasty like Giardia and kind of put us off trail. Mm -hmm. And those particular um, filters have not had any sort of testing done if they've been frozen. So obviously there's water in it during the day. If it dips below freezing at night, it is recommended that you sleep with it in your in your sleeping bag with you to keep yeah. it nice and toasty warm. You had yours in your puffy, right, for a little bit. And then I put mine in my like toiletry bag, basically, that I slept with so that it doesn't freeze. Because the last thing we want is two filters that don't work. So then we're really out of luck. Exactly. So with that, you can probably still hear a little bit of wind in the background right now. It's been a very, very windy day. Um, Absolutely. And what was your day like in terms of weather? We woke up. It was, everything was kind of damp in the tent. Um, sleeping bag was a little damp. Definitely still windy outside. We actually got up later than normal today. I think we got up at like 6.30 or 7. Um, and packed all of our stuff up and started walking and... I would say 75% of the day was 
in the wind with like consistent gusts, um, probably 20, 25 miles an hour. Yeah, it's called the Pacific Crest Trail, right? It follows the crest of the mountains, and that was really held true today to the point where, you know, we got to camp where we are now, and it's a little breezy, but definitely not windy. And, you know, the best thing that I can kind of describe it is it was so loud all day, you couldn't hold a conversation while you were hiking. Uh, and we got to camp, and we are like, wow, is that quiet? You scared somebody today. I did. did you tell that story. That's pretty funny. I scared the living shit out of someone today. <laughs> and it was, like, right at mile 50, right? It was right at mile 50. Right at mile 50. Um, her name was Lacey. I hope I can get her on the podcast at some point. Uh, it was, I was doing my best to let her know that I was coming in a really windy day where you can't hear very well because the wind is just whipping. And it was early this morning, probably around 8 or 9 a.m. And, uh, you know, I came up behind her and I said, good morning. Can I just scoot past you, please? And she screamed. <laughs> straight screamed I felt bad but there was nothing else I could have done to to make that introduction yeah. I guess less startling <laughs> and this morning was one of those mornings where we got up and even you were like I'm gonna have to hike fast to get warm so you actually went ahead for quite a while probably a few hours and um so Christina had walked into what was her name again Lacey Lacey before I did. So when I came up behind her, because I was right behind you, probably 10 minutes behind you, she was not startled in the slightest. It was kind of funny. She was like almost the opposite. I thought I was going to scare her. And so I said, hey, I'm coming up behind you. And she turned around so slowly and just goes, you must be Andrew. Christina told me about you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, that's me. And it was really windy. We had to scream at each other. But after piecing together Christina's part of the story, it made it really funny. Yep, I did feel quite bad, but again, there was nothing I could have done. I'm sure that I will have the, you know, life scared out of me at some point on the trail as well, and it is what it is, but shout out to Lacey. She was, you know, very kind after I scared her this morning. We got both of our adrenalines running, uh, <laughs> and then the wind chased us up the mountain for the rest of the day. It did. There were some really nice tailwinds that were nice. They, like, pushed you up the mountain. Truly. It, that's how strong it was. It, it really did feel like it was helping us walk. Sometimes the opposite, but sometimes it was really helpful. It was nice. And some gorgeous views today, too. Beautiful. Of the desert. It's the first time we've really seen the desert. We saw it a little bit last night walking into camp. Um, that was a great view. But this afternoon, we also got some stellar views. Yeah, and actually it was one of those things where today, because it was so windy, I have a hat that I've been hiking with for sun protection that blew off my head at one point, um, and I almost lost it, and I had to go get it. And because of that, I kept my head pretty much down all day long, where I was only seeing mm -hmm. maybe six feet of trail in front of me at any given time. So I was doing my best to kind of steal glances as I could at, you know, the, the landscape and the scenery, just to make sure that I wasn't missing out on why we're really out here. Yeah. And there were some parts of the trail that were cloudy, too. A lot of it was cloudy, especially this morning, really foggy. You really couldn't see much at all. And then it opened up, I would say, throughout the day. Absolutely. Yeah. And then tomorrow we're heading into Julian, which is a trail town. We'll have to actually hitch. It's my first time hitchhiking. Christine's going to help me out, but I'm a little nervous about it. We'll make it. Uh, I've hitched a good bit. Um, parents know this. It's not a surprise. <laughs> but especially on the PCT, there's a lot of hitchhiking into what they call trail towns, where the people in those towns really know that the hikers are coming in to support their local communities, right, with their dollars. Yeah. Um, and they kind of bring you up and they bring you into the trail and sorry to the town and then we'll bring you back to the trail after yeah we were just in 
Mount Laguna yesterday and uh, went into a local restaurant. And I would say 75%, 80% of the people in there were hikers, through hikers. There was literally a parking lot of backpacks. backpacks outside the door. Probably a dozen or more backpacks sitting outside the door of the restaurant with all hikers inside. It's really fun. I mean, to the point where every person that you meet on trail is just friendly. Hey, how are you? Who are you? Why are you out here? What are you doing? And it's been amazing getting to see people kind of in those congregations, right, in town where you have a little bit more time to chat with people other than just a quick, hey, I'm passing on your left. Can I scoot by you type moment? Yeah. I mean, we got to sit and eat with some people who we had just met that day, basically. Yeah. Um, It was Tika, Sam, and... Tika's girlfriend. Liz. Liz. Um, super nice people, all from California. I think San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to eat with them. We met Graham, who probably loved a beer and a burger more than I've ever seen a man enjoy a beer and a burger. That's <laughs> in true. In a restaurant. It was perfect. Andrew used the magic code word beer at around 9 a.m. and Graham's eyes lit up. He said, don't tease me like that. <laughs> and then later that day, he got what he wanted. He absolutely did. But one of the things, Andrew, we were just talking about before we hopped on this podcast was how some of our experiences are starting to shift um, some potential fears that we talked about in our very first episode of things we were afraid of. Do you want to launch into that? Yeah, I was really afraid of water and food. That was Those were the two things that I was really nervous of. Um, we always made the joke talking about the first episode of the podcast where... I talked about spilling my water at least twice. Yes. And it's true. That was my biggest fear at the time. And now we're only four days in now, but my fears have definitely shifted. Um, The Far Out app or recently known Gut Hook, where we can basically get as much trail information as we need. Even on airplane mode, it'll show you your location and upcoming water sources. It's been so reliable that um, really the, the scare of not having food and water when you thought you would is... Um, non-existent so it takes it, a bit of planning but there's it does but outside of that it's very reliable information you're not guessing which is really helpful yeah and now it's become personal injury like I do not want my feet to betray me and I'm asking a lot of them <laughs> um, which is most of hiking but especially now I today was marks the longest time I've ever spent on a backpacking trip at mm. 50 miles 50 plus so um, this, the fear really did start to set in today where I was nervous that, you know, I could really get a foot injury and it could take me off trail. And that's what I was afraid of. So taking breaks and um, taking off your shoes. I think in Julian, I'm going to try to go to the Outfitters and get new shoes because my shoes are a bit more worn than I thought. Um, but things like that have definitely been at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, as we're sitting here attending tonight, we had dinner and we were talking with a couple that are sitting next to us to our left. And um, the guy's trail name is Denial. And four weeks ago, he had reconstructive surgery on his collarbone and is hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. He said he learned about 12 12 weeks worth of physical therapy in like a week from his orthopedic. And he's out here, one strapping it, one pulling it. In a sling. In a sling. That's pretty sweet. Great to hear. And great to see. But you, never, you never think that that's what you'd see on trail, but he's here. First question as he walked into camp was, did that happen on trail? So, you know, to Andrew's point, <laughs> uh, injury is definitely nothing to, to joke about. And we're taking it pretty seriously. We're listening to our bodies. We're, we're stretching. We're doing all the right things. But it's just, it's physically demanding. That's what we're out here doing. Have your fears shifted at all? 
I think I had told you from the beginning, mine were pretty physical injury based. Um, one of the other things that I will add is most people listening that know me know that I'm a cold person. Um, one of my best friends tried to give me the trail name Goosebump before I even set foot on trail <laughs> <laughs> because I am a human Goosebump. And last night it was cold outside. I was very comfortable in my 10 degree quilt. So that was fantastic. But this morning as we packed up, the dexterity kind of left my hands as we were rolling up the tent and really getting ready to go. And that's why I I, I left Andrew in the dust this morning. I had to, I had to hike fast just screaming. to warm up. You were cruising this morning. And it's one of those things where uh, we left camp on the same page where you were like, we have to hike around hike today because I'm cold. I got to go. And so you started hiking and I took maybe another 30 seconds, but you really pulled ahead today. And um, it's okay to be slower, be faster and hike your own hike. Yeah. And you know, the reason that I do that is I, the, the colder I am, the faster I hike, right. Trying to get my heart pumping, trying to get the blood all the way down into my hands. And for a while, my hands were really cold and that is in general, cold is a fear of mine, right. Hypothermia is also not a joke. So I would say maybe a little bit of that coming in, but, but not too much for the most part. We've had a beautiful weather. It hasn't been too hot. It hasn't been no. too cold. It's uh, definitely warm, but nothing we can't handle. So for the most part, I'm right on track with you is making sure we're keeping our bodies healthy is probably my number one priority at this point. Yeah. And temperatures have been pretty kind to us. Like I would say sixties to seventies during the day, if not a little cooler, um, and then down to forties at night. So you can snuggle up in your sleeping bag and be comfy and not, you know, sweating at night and sweating during the day and you don't get a break from it. That's kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the trail is just so different than what we're used to out in New Hampshire where we do most of our hiking. It's pretty gradual and it's it's been nice. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting into town tomorrow. We'll have our first shower in about a week and yeah. uh, get some more food and go from there. Thank God for horses. Thank God for horses. Tell the people, what does that even mean? <laughs> I should tell the people what it means. Um, we actually heard that from somebody in Lake Morena and it was... Um, Somebody said it because the PCT is graded for horses. So you can actually take a horse on trail if you'd like. Um, so any grade that the trail goes, a horse needs to be able to walk as well. So that makes it a little bit more gradual than what we're used to in the Whites in New Hampshire or anything like that. Yep. Anybody out there that's listening that's hiked or done any research on the Appalachian Trail knows if you took a horse on that, it just would not survive. No. Couldn't do it. It would fall over backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it would. So with that, I'm hoping we get a good night's sleep tonight, and then we have a very early wake-up call tomorrow to get our miles in before town and take some time to relax, rejuvenate, and refresh. Here we go. Julian, here we come. Julian, Thanks here we come. Thanks for listening. <laughs>